Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, guys and girls. The program you are about to hear will be both fun and educational, but it is not a substitute for medical advice. Although we are doctors, we are not your doctors. Hello, and welcome to Travel Medicine. As always, I'm your friendly neighborhood internal medicine doc, Dr. J. Hey, guys. Dr. Santosh here, pediatric infectious disease doc, researcher. Happy February, Santosh. Happy February. February. Absolutely. February. (laughs) February. How do you forget it? I'm done. I'm no, no, it's something about this is going to give me a heart attack. Ack, 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 <laughs> you ought to know by now. Yeah. You know, Santosh, it's, I was torn. Yes. I didn't have. Are you all out of faith? <laughs> I'm so lost just... without you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm lost without you too, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a regular topic prepared for this week, but it's also not an alternate week. Of course, February is known for matters that are a total eclipse of the heart. So I figured this time we'd spend a couple episodes focusing on everybody's most recognized organ. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Pancreas. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, Except not. (laughs) See, I personally... I go with, like, you know, like you're really saying I love you. I go with the spleen because, you know, you're, uh, you're, you're not my engine or that kind of thing. You're a reservoir of blood should I suffer trauma and a large lymphoid organ ready to destroy encapsulated organisms when they attack. And sure, you can get along without it. You get vaccinated and all that kind of a thing. But, you know, it's not the same. Well, if it ever comes down to it, Santos, just know that Monday, you could fall apart. Mm. And Tuesday, Wednesday, break my heart. What about Thursday? 
Doesn't yeah. even start. Doesn't really? even start. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Friday? Well, Friday, I'm in love. Oh, Josh, you just gave me the cure, like, to whatever <laughs> ails me. Yeah. <laughs> I may not know the disease, but I sure know the cure. So, <laughs> so listening would audience. Be, would it be amazing if you and I started a, like, a prog rock band called The Disease, and we toured with The Cure? so listening audience we're going to try introducing a new segment this month where Mm. uh the episodes will be a little bit shorter but we're going to explore some more pop culture aspects of medicine i know what you're thinking travel medicine never delves into pop culture no we, we try to stay on the straight and narrow so i figured our first our first deep dive is i was listening to to a bunch of well the cure and i have to tell you when i started plotting out this this week's episode i didn't care if monday's black but Mm -hmm. but then i got to work and tuesday wednesday yes do you know what happens tuesday wednesday at work santosh well uh for me or for you for you of i'd imagine you saw a couple of heart attacks yeah, I did. And that got me thinking. And we finally, after almost three minutes, reached the point of this week's episode. <laughs> How much more do you think they'll put up with us? And I had to ask myself, there are so many songs that reference it, that reference heart attack, ack, 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 but specifically The Cure really takes the time to say Tuesday, Wednesday, heart attack. And I started wondering is there a day of the week where heart attacks are more common this is the kind of like weird arcane knowledge that some you know like obsessed researcher would plot just for the sake of like haha and then i can publish it kind of thing it would be so obscure like nobody would ever find it i'm so glad that you thought that because you are very (laughs) wrong there are multiple (laughs) studies of yeah. researchers who apparently also enjoy listening to The Cure and had the same thought <laughs> process I did. I I haven't read these yet that you sent over, but I hope somewhere maybe in the discussion or something like that, they just put in a little Easter egg about The Cure uh, or, or reference the lyrics or something. Well, when researchers looked at the days of the week, most okay. heart attacks... The most heart attacks occurred on Mondays and the least on Saturdays. Now, we're going to look at how things have changed both in the before times and (laughs) post-COVID. But the risk of getting a heart attack was actually 11% higher on Monday than on any other day from Tuesday to Friday. All right. (laughs) Further... Further delving into the same data, and and we'll talk about some of these, but further delving into the same data, December was found to be the riskiest month for heart attacks, while July had the lowest numbers. Oh, this does make a lot of sense. Now, you and I, when we, you know, taking our boards and that kind of a thing, a very, very typical question as to a patient who is in sudden death or heart attack would often be a scenario of someone who is, you know, has certain risk factors and then tried something very strenuous in, you know, cold, cold temperatures. So like shoveling the snow 
on their front walk in the middle of a snowstorm. And, you know, their heart's trying to keep up with keeping them warm anyway. And on top of that, they're exerting using muscle power and it's just too much and and not enough oxygen can get to the heart through that tiny clot, you know, that clotted artery and boom, they either fall over or they come in with a horrible, horrible, horrible heart attack. So for decades, experts believe that weekday mornings, especially Mm -hmm. Mondays were prime time for sudden cardiac arrests. And the reason, you know, so it's just another manic Monday (laughs) (laughs) okay gotcha and the reason that was hypothesized was due to the sudden surge of cortisol which uh, we know colloquially is the stress hormone right which does have uh, it does have different surges so it's your cortisol levels are higher in the morning and then drop Mm -hmm. throughout the day Uh, so you are in fact literally the most stressed upon waking up And all of that cortisol acts on your body to drive up your blood pressure, your heart rate, your blood sugar, and consequently would send hypothetical early risers off to the emergency room. (laughs) I, I understand. Yeah. Now, you need that rise in cortisol in order to get up along with other hormones that set your circadian rhythm. Otherwise, you do that get that really bad, horrible sluggishness where you really can't get going. And Josh, we do know this in terms of pathology, where people with things like depression um, and chronic fatigue that can happen after infection sometimes, that cortisol surge and that up and down circadian rhythm doesn't work all that well. So they wake up still feeling exhausted, tired, not able to really, you know, compute through anything. And getting up for them is much, much, much harder. So it is necessary in the right amount. Now, we also talked about how, so Mondays in December, dangerous. Mm, yes. Da- you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're, you're sick, you know, you're ah stressed about work and it's cold and yucky outside. And yeah, yeah, your heart's having to work overtime and then there's just enough of a perfect storm. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why last Christmas when I gave you my heart, you took a look at its condition, and the very next day, you gave yeah. it away. Because around the holidays, people might be more likely to skip their medication doses or skip exercising. Oh. There's higher okay. levels okay. of stress. Because of the uh-huh. holidays, regular doctor appointments are postponed compared oh, with sure. higher levels of drinking. High salt okay. diets, as we often refer to in the hospital holiday hearts, could lead to okay. dangerously yeah. high blood pressure, flares of congestive heart failure. and We've learned that 85% of heart damage happens in the first two hours following a heart attack. One of the most common phrases you'll hear in the hospital is time is tissue. Tissue, right. So heart attacks and strokes, both of those, we say time is tissue. Absolutely. So uh, this was the hypothesis for years and years. And a lot of the anecdotal studies uh, by folks who were sort of looking for this found that, yeah, the most common day of the week to have a heart attack was Monday. But all these studies were fairly small. A lot of anecdotal studies, super easy to find by searching PubMed for Monday heart attack. You know, just put in (laughs) any lyric from The Cure and you can probably find a study related. Sure, sure. Although, you know, uh, 
I guess maybe Robert Smith and the Cure didn't have it right because he was saying Tuesday, Wednesday heart attacks. So maybe he's on a different work schedule. I don't know. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, okay, got it. But I went looking for the refutation to this. Like, who's arguing the other side that, no, Tuesday, Wednesday heart attack, not Monday? You'll appreciate this, Santosh, because this is a little bit closer to home for you. In order to identify the current peak times for sudden cardiac arrest, Researchers okay. from Cedar Sinai in Los Angeles Woo! <laughs> studied data from the Oregon Sudden Unexpected Death Study. That's a real study. <laughs> it's a name. Just yeah. like, whoops, there they go again. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't know who it was in public health in the state of Oregon where they were like, yeah, and you know, other people, like, oh, do you want to study smoking? Yeah, absolutely. And, oh, let's do, make sure, you know, uh, deaths from trauma, like uh, uh, car accidents and that kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one dude was like, how about when people just drop dead? <laughs> to be fair, I'd fund that study. Why are people no, no, just actually... dropping dead? Why are people just dropping dead in Oregon, Santosh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not going to diss our Oregon listeners. I'm not. I love you guys in Oregon. They're <laughs> to hear. They didn't even yeah, know no, people no. were just dropping dead in Oregon. So, <laughs> well, I'll tell you if we're working on a hypothesis that you know you're out in the cold, adverse weather contributes more and more to um, inability to get to the doctor and all these kind of things, and then other stuff that goes along with. Um, kind of your depression clock, right? So uh, shorter days and more rainy, cloudy days without sun, then it's interesting because, yeah, Oregon would be an interesting place to study it. I'm, I'm glad they gathered this data. I'm just like, come on, Oregon, let's be a little bit more cheerful. So in the Oregon Sudden Unexpected Death Study, linked in the show notes, it was a 16-hospital, mm -hmm. multi-year assessment, specifically of cardiac deaths in and around the Portland area. So we're not even looking at the whole state. So there you go. The rest of Oregon, you can breathe easy. Portland, uh, <laughs> buckle up. All the cases that the team evaluated were collected from emergency medical reports from the years 2002 to 2014. And they found okay. that in that study for causes of sudden unexpected death, 1,500 adults who died from sudden cardiac arrest, only about 14% of them died between midnight and 6 a.m. So oh. the Monday morning really, I mean, 10% is still a decent amount, but yeah. collectively... Yeah, yeah, but and, Not and that's enough. pretty early in the morning, though, Josh. I mean, that's like you're still getting ready for work and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So only 14% of those cardiac deaths were between 12 a.m. and 6 a.m. Uh, okay, furthermore, gotcha. there was no statistically significant evidence that sudden cardiac arrests were more likely to occur on Mondays. I'm using some okay. real specific language here. Sudden cardiac arrests were no more likely to occur on Mondays than any other day. However, okay. mm -hmm. they did notice a nadir or a significant drop on Saturdays. So if you can. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Take it through oh. the week. Saturdays. <laughs> Saturday's pretty good. <laughs> okay, okay. So like kind of a a smooth, you know, everything's going okay. Everything's, you know, like same, same, expecting the cardiac death. And then you're like, get a dip on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> and I think more specifically like Saturday night going into Sunday. So okay. you can take, you can take a look at these different times and causes of death and mechanisms. Back to the organ suds study. Here are some of the other selected findings. And as of 2015, the suds study has been expanded to include Ventura County, California, under the umbrella okay. of the Presto Network. So here's a couple of the findings from the suds, the sudden unexpected death study. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just, oh, soap it up. Okay. Compared, compared to men, Women mm. have fewer cardiac structural abnormalities and lower levels of clinically recognized coronary disease, which we know women mm. yep. do not present typically for heart attacks. Less than a third of cases of sudden cardiac arrest would have been identified as high risk prior to their arrest. That's actually a little concerning. Uh, it basically means yeah. that only... Only a third or less of people who dropped dead for heart-related reasons would have been expected to drop dead from heart-related reasons. <laughs> right, meaning that like they'd had a follow-up by a doctor who was recognizing signs and symptoms and then ran tests that would say, oh, your heart is in trouble, like that kind of a thing? But it's no, not even that the doctors would have missed it. These were people who did come in and then postmortem, they're like, oh, we, we would not have expected this person to have. And here's where I'm going right. to take a, a quick aside and tell you, we, we have to look into definitions for a moment here. Because oh, sure. okay. even though they're often used interchangeably in movies and television, sudden cardiac arrest and heart attack are two very different conditions. So allow me to internal medicine nerd out for just a second. Yes, please do. Heart attacks occur when your coronary arteries, the blood vessels that specifically supply oxygenated blood to your heart, uh -huh. become clogged, usually from high cholesterol. And blood can't get to the heart, which can cause the muscle to have to work even harder and die right. from lack of oxygen. When <laughs> severe, heart attacks can cause the heart to beat erratically, leading to mm -hmm. arrhythmias right. or irregular mm -hmm. heartbeats. And this can lead to sudden cardiac arrest. So a right. sudden cardiac arrest is an electrical issue of the heart, not a muscular or obstruction issue. And that takes place when the heart's rhythm slows down and just stops beating. This usually causes a loss of consciousness and or death. 
So heart attacks typically cause symptoms such as chest tightness or chest pain or nausea or difficulty breathing, while sudden Mm -hmm. cardiac arrests cause loss of consciousness and death. Like right away. Now, there is a little bit of a nuance here, right? Because if you, you can have a heart attack that's fast enough where because of ischemia, because of lack of blood and uh, oxygen getting to the heart muscle, that you can go into a sudden arrhythmia and die, right? So the two can be linked. But you're saying that there are other causes of sudden arrhythmia where the heart becomes ineffective, can't pump, and you just go down and then die because your your brain loses oxygen immediately because your heart's not pumping. It could simply be a, an electrical short, like a missed electrical connection. So sure. you can do all the right things. You can not smoke, you know, eat, <laughs> Im- so eat impossible burgers, go jogging. Uh, well, no, no, not the impossible stuff because I don't think that has any bearing. Well, on I mean, no, I'm saying you can you can do you can do all these things for your health that lower sure. your risk of heart attack and have no bearing on your risk of sudden cardiac arrest. Right, with the so, caveat here that the overall the risk of that sudden cardiac death in an otherwise like healthy thirty five year old, for instance, is something like one per hundred thousand. Like it's not, it, this is not a common thing. So now let's go back. Less than a okay. third of cases of sudden cardiac arrest would have right. been identified as high risk prior to their arrest. So that doesn't cool. mean you're walking around and you could just suddenly have a heart attack. Ack, 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 mm-hmm. ack. But, <laughs> yeah. but you could, depending on risk factors, be have a cardiac arrest. And those risk factors tend to deal with age and other medical conditions, which we call comorbidities. So sure. increased, increased left ventricle mass or ventricular hypertrophy predicts future sudden cardiac death risk independent okay. yeah. of left ventricular function. Uh, there are certain markers that we look at on the electrocardiogram that include a prolonged ventricular repolarization known as the QT interval, a prolonged mm-hmm. depolarization, the QRS interval, and an increased dispersion of repolarization, the T to T end interval. And problems with those all indicate an increased risk of sudden cardiac death, but you only notice that they're there if you're getting at least somewhat regular EKGs, and EKGs can only offer you a snapshot in the moment. Right. And so we do find these occasionally, Josh, in uh, student athletes, for instance, um, when they're undergoing screening for physical and that kind of a thing. Occasionally we catch them. And other genetic causes that are linked to the uh, the conditions that you were talking about can be picked up when we as doctors do a family history when we're sitting in the clinic and we find out, oh, there actually was a close family member who died suddenly at a young age for no you know, reasons. And if you're able to kind of trace it through there, then it gives you a hint of like, oh, this person might need to be followed and screened. So there are some of these that we can catch, but you're right. Those rare events where they come up out of the blue and otherwise the person's feeling healthy and doing all the right things, it's for reasons that we cannot predict ahead of time, going into an arrhythmia. And if they're not in a place where they can get help or if they're unlucky enough where that arrhythmia turns into a rest, 
they can just be in, in deep trouble, just out of the blue. And it's like, you know, getting struck by lightning. It's rare, but it happens. Now, the last bit of this. So, I mean, I guess Monday, you can hold your head, but Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> stay in bed. Stay in bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or, absolutely. or Thursday, watch the walls instead. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? Oh my gosh, I've been getting that lyric wrong my entire life. I thought it was watch the world instead. Nope, watch the walls. That's your staying, <laughs> that so staying in bed and you're just watching that makes the walls. So much more, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> that Saturday, I want you to wait because that's the lowest risk of heart attacks. Well, <laughs> yeah, but uh, and Sunday... Always about, comes we, too late. <laughs> Always, every time. But back to the Mondays, that's actually more of a United States uh, observation because they're looking through the mountain of anecdotal evidence on PubMed. There is sure. some evidence that in the Middle East, the peak incidence of heart attacks actually is mm-hmm. on Fridays. And in Japan, more heart attacks tend to occur during the weekend. So. Oh. Okay. So it, it looks like in terms of heart attacks, cardiac arrests, it may relate to the work week culture and related stressors. Uh, so ah. it's possible increased stress hormones triggered by the return to work. So I guess the Sunday scaries are, are a thing. Yeah, absolutely. There, I remember always being a kid and that was definitely, you know, you'd get that Sunday night kind of like, oh, you know, like it would hit you like, oh, there's school tomorrow. So adults, now that we've scared you, don't worry because the original sudden unexpected death study was actually a pediatric study and then expanded out. (laughs) It was, it was. So we have a thing in pediatrics. It's very unfortunately called crib death or sudden infant death. And Josh, this is a syndrome or a disease that we're actually eliminating causes and giving them their own niches as time kind of goes by. Because originally when SIDS was kind of codified, we didn't know all of the various causes why a a baby could suddenly just be found dead in the morning or in the middle of the night when you go check in on them. But we've slowly eliminated, you know, one cause, one one cause. Now we still have fairly, you know, low rates of SIDS where we don't understand uh, the cause, but it, it does exist. And that was the alarm bell and it was one of the few things where, you know, studies flowed from peds to adult. Usually it's the other way around. That's just, you know, our our quick musical aside, our deep dive, our deep unnecessary dive yeah. <laughs> into into how a song lyric may reference, even unknowingly, medical studies and discoveries. <laughs> so uh, that's it for our musical short. Yay! I'm almost certain, Josh, there was someone, an investigator or something like that, that had the cure at least a little bit on mind while kind of composing this study or or conceiving of it. So long story short, folks, all we know is that Saturday around the world is probably the least likely day for cardiac disease based on... (laughs) Based on suds. Absolutely. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. 
So that's it for this week. We'll be back with a longer love-based episode next time in time for Valentine's Day. It might get a little blue. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes it's a hard subject to penetrate. That's it for this week. As always, we love to hear your comments, questions, and feedback. This show is produced by me with a lot of help from Santosh and friends. Our theme music is composed by Rachel Leisure. (laughs) If you'd like to support us spiritually, emotionally, or financially, links to do that are in the show notes, along with links for further reading. And until next time, as always, wash your hands, wear a mask, get your shot, find a country that is open, book your tickets, and if everything's okay, then Friday and you're in love, go out and have happy travels. Yeah, go ahead. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>